Avol Haminim. But when it's a matter of meaning, there's people who go over to Avedezor, like Mishimodi, missionaries, and so on. They are Mishimodi and Jews who cause damage to other Jews by informing the Goyim against them. Almost says that you inform the Goyim and causes harm to his fellow Jews. That's considered one of the very worst things. Apikosim means those are those who deny the Torah, like reforming people, don't believe in Torah, mean Hashemayim, that HaKadosh Baruch gave the Torah of Messinai, also most of the conservatives, that's also most of the Jews today, and they separate themselves in the ways of the Tzibah. They don't go to the Beisach Neses, they don't go to the to a minion, they stay home all the time, even though they are from Jews. This last, even though they're from people, keep everything. But they don't participate in what the Tzibah does, like making appeals for yeshivas. When you come to a shul, you participate in the national effort to maintain the Tzibah. But those who stay home, and they are falzichnikis, all for themselves alone, even though they keep everything, they're called Pershmedak Tzibah. Otherwise, they're included in the other categories. Also, these are Jews who do come, and they're from everything, but they put their fear in the land of the living means. They have authority, and they cause people to be afraid of them. Today, we don't have that. In the ancient times, there were people who had power in the Jewish community, and everybody was afraid of them. So if the power was for the purpose of enforcing the Torah, it was very good with the schus for them. The power was only to frighten people in order they should obey them, so these people are giving this following punishment. Those who cause others to sin. Those who started movements to cause people to sin, even though they themselves were not sinners. Yahweh was a big London, and he himself was not a sinner, but he caused people to go astray. They're just forever and ever. I mean, their punishment continues forever. Not like those who become dust under the feet of Tzadikim after 12 months of punishment. But forever and ever they're judged. Now, being a possible is such a thing as eternal judgment. Now, we have to understand the judgment of Rishoyim is part of the reward of Tzadikim. Tzadikim Ganeidim see the Rishoyim being punished. And they see justice in the world, because why should the Rishoyim have succeeded in this world, and then they die in an easy way, and they get off without anything? So the Tzadikim, in order to see justice in the world, have to see that the Rishoyim are punished, like Hitler, for instance. Hitler is punished forever and ever and ever. And also all the Goyim who killed Jews, who persecuted Jews, they're punished forever and ever and ever. And their victims are happy when they see that this punishment continues. That's part of their eternal happiness. But you see they will go out, and they will view, they will see pigri anoshim, the corpses of the men, aposhim be, that were disloyal to me. And it says there, in, the, in Yeshua, he describes as going down. The corpses doesn't mean they're dead corpses. You see their bodies. But the bodies are constantly burned and reconstituted and burned every, like Moses says in Gitan. 
Every day they're burned, and the ashes are scattered, and once more they're burned again every day. You hear them called even if again and within. They won't end. Even if again and within, they won't come to an end. It means forever and ever they're going to exist and continue to be punished. Shenema with Surom. Surom means Surosom. They are shaped. The Selam of Akim. They have the picture, image of Hashem on their face. And they could have used that image of Hashem to be to Ganadim. But the image of the face is a reflection of the nobility of the Nishame. What did they do? They took it, Levalo is Shoyal, to destroy it in Shoyal. And Mizvulo also said in the passage, instead of going to the habitation of Hashem, that's Zvul, the habitation of Hashem, they could have raised themselves, elevated themselves by means of their noble Nishame, which is expressed by their countenance, Surasam. <coughs> instead, they demeaned themselves, they made themselves low, and they therefore they fell into Shoyal. The whole Kahloma and he said a drosha now. Now it's a following the drosha. The flame shot, which is just heard, is from Rabbi Yenishai Shu on this passage. Bizvulo means they, they could have gone into the habitation of Hashem and Ganeid. But the drosha is as follows. Why is this punishment? When they share posh to Yedeya and because they stretched out their hand to get the habitation of Hashem. It means they participate in maintaining the Chulman based on English. The Besamik would have been rebuilt, if not for their sins, that they continue to maintain the Chorban up till today. So it's called Mizvulo, because they stretched out their hands against Hashem's habitation, means Besamik. That's not a plain shot, that's a dash. Shenema Mizvulo. Vainzvul, Ela Besamik. Shenema, Kashlagamela said that. I have built a habitation for you. I'll stop here and say it up to here. Rashi changes the original Gilsa that he found in the Gemara. Shepeh Shemedaka Tziba Kegon Yapikosim. So according to him, it's just the same as the Apikosim Amina. But the Rambam and other Rishayim don't learn that. They learn the plain shot in the Gemara. It's a separate category. The Rambam Hilchashub explained, even though they have no other Averis, but because they're not together with the Tzibor, so when the seabird does things, they don't participate. Let's say sometimes the seabird makes a movement for tshuva. They come together to hear somebody who speaks to them about tshuva. They don't go. They continue their ways, although they're shemrei mitzvahs. That's the Rambam learns in the Hilchah And that's the original gilsa. And the Gemara only about it changes the gilsa. 